everyone, I'm Claire and I'm here today with Miguel, Razel, and Stephen. We are your hosts for this episode of Story Up and we will be discussing and analyzing the short story entitled Girl by Jamaica Kinsaid. So basically, Girl narrates a series of instructions from one person to another regarding how they should behave and the domestic responsibilities they must fulfill. Alright, so to begin, let us talk about what our groups thinks the overall truth of the story is, which is that women may be subjected to societal conditioning, and this often begins at home through the authoritative power of the mother. Now, can you guys help me dissect the individual elements of the story to support this argument? Sure, Stephen. I'll take it from here. So from the story, we discerned four elements that played a key role in our interpretation of girl namely the use of second-person POV, the implication of the mother and daughter characters, the instructive donor setting of the story, the static plot, and finally, the context that this short story was written in. I'll start with the story's point of view. It is clear that the story uses the second-person point of view due to the use of the pronoun you. This gives the impression that the narrator of the story is speaking to you or to us as readers. As we are reading the story from the perspective of the reader of instructions, we could feel the narrator's sense of authority. Oh yeah, you're right, Rezo. When I was reading the story, I definitely felt like I was in the shoes of the person the narrator was disciplining. Yeah, and this actually makes me super curious with another element of the story, which is who the characters of the story are. Like, what exactly is the relationship between the narrator and the supposed receiver of the instructions in the story? And why does it seem like the narrator holds so much authority over them? Well, actually, if we look at the word choices made throughout the story, we're provided with a glimpse into who the characters of the story may be. From the use of two italicized lines, in contrast with the several instructions being listed out, we could assume that this is a conversation between two people, the narrator or main speaker, and somebody receiving their instructions. Additionally, from the title itself, Girl, we may assume that the story involves a young girl. And since the character being spoken to is repeatedly described as in the state of becoming and is described as one who attends Sunday school and plays marbles, perhaps this character is the young or adolescent girl. Oh yes, you have a point. Yeah, right? Uh, The speaker also mentioned the young girl's father in the line, this is how you iron your father's khaki shirt, which could imply the presence of an adult in the conversation. Moreover, since the speaker's instructions focus on topics like behavior and domestic duties rather than formal education, perhaps we can assume that the speaker is a mother herself, perhaps even the mother of the girl being spoken to. Also, with regards to the sentence structure used throughout the story, do you notice how almost all of the sentences begin with a verb? For example, wash the white clothes on Monday and put them on the stone heap. And if not a verb, they usually begin with the phrase, this is, like in the line, this is how to love a man. This detail bears so much significance to the story because it sets the tone and atmosphere. As most sentences begin with the verb or the phrase, this is, the narrator seems to have an instructive, commanding, or disciplining tone. Consequently, as the readers, we feel a sense of intimidation, resignation, and pressure. Yeah, and I think that one other important element of the story that we need to take note of is the plot. Girl seems to make use of a static plot, one where we don't really see a definitive progression in the story. 
However, each detail actually contributes to the overall insight and truth that the author might be trying to convey. For example, what we initially see as a hefty and quickly delivered list of instructions may actually be categorized into three. Household or domestic duties, behavior around men, and about general lifestyle. All of these show how much girls may be conditioned to be a very limited and specific type of person in order to be accepted by society. Oh, and if we take into account the identity of the characters, this establishes the strong power or authority that the mother holds over her daughter. Yeah, you're right, Rizzo. It seems that she's using this control to oblige her daughter to conform to a particular set of standards. Exactly. You know, one thing that may also support this truth is the background of the author herself, as well as the societal norms back at their time. As an author, Jamaica Kinsaid is a known Caribbean-American writer whose essays, stories, and novels are evocative portrayals of family relationships as well as her native Antigua. That's interesting, Stephen. But you know, more than that, we should also take a look into the social-cultural context at that time. Around the time that this story was written, there was still a rather primitive idea of a woman in the Caribbean. For example, there was a belief that women were drawn towards particular tasks because of their biological makeup. These tasks include child rearing, cooking, cleaning, and washing. Furthermore, society placed women at the center stage of household management and child rearing. Because of this, women felt pressured to fulfill their expected roles in society. So, a brief recap, Jamaica Kinsade's girl gave us the impression that women may be subjected to societal conditioning, often beginning at home through the authoritative power of the mother. That is so true. And you know, given all of this, I think I just want to ask, would you guys still say that the truth is still relevant in the 21st century? Yeah, there is still a presence of social conditioning. However, it has evolved to become more nuanced and complex. I think globally, especially in conservative countries like the Philippines, there still exists traditional domestic views on what a woman should be. However, we've also seen a more modern form of conditioning that is more feminist and progressive as well, such as being self-made or contributing to the hustle culture. Both types of these conditionings not only come from various institutions like education and media, but may still come from the family and mother, who are primary socializers as well. Oh yeah, I think it is quite different nowadays. Like, women are less bound to solely performing household duties. Compared to before, a large faction of women are now more encouraged to pursue and advance their education and career. Exactly. Take, for example, the concept of class ceilings, which are structural barriers that prevent women from gaining leadership positions in society just because of their sex. Women are encouraged by fellow women, sometimes even their mothers, to break the glass ceilings, and they get praised when they successfully do so. This contributes to the girl-boss idea that is widespread in society today, wherein women are empowered to be progressive in terms of their education and career. The girl-boss idea itself is not necessarily bad. In fact, it is positive in the sense that it uplifts women to realize their potential. However, it is a double-edged sword, as a majority of women are expected to have a great educational background and a flourishing career to be considered successful. But because the previous narratives of a woman still remain, they are still also expected to fulfill their domestic responsibilities at the same time. 
So now, there are several conditionings or societal standards that coexist with one another, such as those that lean towards more traditional views and those that lean towards more progressive views, and these compete with one another. Thus, women are now subjected to a more heightened and extensive standard. Yeah, I genuinely agree. With that, I guess it is safe to say that the societal conditioning of expectations for women is still prevalent and propagated by various social forces, which includes the family and the mother. These just manifest in a more complex and diverse form now. Wow, that was such a fruitful discussion. Yes, but unfortunately, I think our time is up. So that would be all for today's episode. So yeah, that's about it. Goodbye, everyone, and we hope you found meaning in our discussion. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Story Up! Story Up!